You're listening to the Great Synth 68 Podcast, the dedicated Birmingham City women's audio show bringing you the latest news and interviews from the club. Enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 45 of the Great Synth 68 Podcast, the dedicated weekly women's football podcast about all things Birmingham City. Chris is sadly stuck at the day job, so is unable to make it to this week's show. But don't worry, we've got the lovely Kaz here as always. How are you tonight, Kaz? I'm all right, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm not being too bad, thank you. Lots to discuss this evening, so let's get into it. Birmingham City welcomed Yeovil Town on Sunday as they look to make it three wins on the bounce since losing to Arsenal back at the start of November. Since then, wins over West Ham United and Liverpool have put us back on track. Onto the weekend though, and it was a bit of a frustrating game to watch. We weren't at our best, and a resilient Yeovil Town took us to the break 0-0. After the break, we looked a bit better, and Connie Schofield's perfectly weighted pass ran through to Lucy Staniforth, who finished well to give us the lead. And then it was Charlie Wellings who was next on the score sheet. A powerful shot from the edge of the area could only be palmed onto the bar by Megan Walsh in goal, and it bounced down and into the net to make it 2-0. We weren't at our best, Kaz, but for 90 minutes we weren't really in any danger of conceding a goal. What did you think of the game up until the final stages? I thought it was one of the worst games I've, I've watched. Like We were trying to basically walk the ball in the back of the net. When you've got 11 players behind the ball, you can't do that. You need to like at least have some shots. Like Lucy Quinn had a few chances. Staniforth had a few chances as well that just went wide. Overall, I thought the last five minutes we looked very very scared of obviously once we conceded that late goal injury time arrived and it was pure chaos really um i think it was annie heverson who got herself into the box and forced a good save from hannah hampton in the blues goal before emily syme fired in the rebound i thought hannah collided with someone after the save but as she lay prone on the floor as the ball went into the net but i guess she landed funny or, or she got caught got winded by the by the shot i'm not sure but she got up quite uh, soon after that anyway. Nonetheless, Yeovil were back in the game and it was almost a whole lot worse. A long throw was headed into the path of scorer Syme, who was denied again by Hampton, before Nicola Cousins poked the ball past her, only for Aoife Mannion to clear it off the line and save the three points for Birmingham. What did you think of the, what happened in the final moments, Kaz? Were there, was it a bit of complacency after having to do not much for the 90 minutes? I think it was, yeah. Like, like... In the last couple of games, the defence hasn't had to do much. And obviously, Hannah's kept a clean sheet up until the Oval game. So I think it was a bit of a lack of concentration for that final goal. Go back to a point you made earlier, the, the, the fact that they were trying to walk the ball in. There was a few moments I noticed, I think it was Connie, when she would get in a position where you'd think she might take a shot on, she would cut back, in, back towards someone looking for a pass. What, what did you think of that? It was kind of like they were... A bit afraid to take a shot until Charlie came on and she was shooting every time she got the ball. Yeah, I think uh, Connie needs to build up a bit more confidence and stop worrying of what people are going to say if she misses. We've seen it, Connie, can she's got a cracking foot on her. So I just think people need to have more chances shoot. We've seen that against Leicester the other night. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll, we'll get on to the Leicester game shortly. But here's manager Mark Skinner, which I spoke to after the Oval game. And here is what he had to say on that match. Would frustrating be the word for today's performance? Yeah, um, 
we've got to take our chances, we've got to punish teams and I was just frustrated with our performance. Result is positive, of course, it is you need to take your points, but the, the performance needs to improve and I'm going to make sure they, they know that. For me today, that they, they should never have really been in the game, they didn't really come to play, they come to hit us on the counter and play direct, so and fair play to them, it nearly, it nearly worked, they nearly got something from the game in the very last minutes, apart from that, I don't recall them really having a shot or Hannah to have anything really to do. Another game that Hannah started, was it just to keep her form going into this game? With game Looking ahead, we've obviously two games in, in the space of the next seven days. Yeah, there's a lot of games coming up, so we're going to make sure everybody's fresh. You've seen today, there's a few changes in there at the squad. So we have to make sure everyone's fresh, but what, the, what I'll, I'll flip that onto is the players must be ready when they come in. And that's for all of them, and that's a message to my players. You want to play, you need to be ready. That, there's no excuses, because if you want to win something, you have to do it. I also spoke to captain for the day, Aoife Mannion, about the game and her stint as captain. A 2-1 win in the end, Aoife, today, but it was a bit of a frustrating performance for you, do you think? For most parts of the game, we were quite happy with our performance. I think when it went 2-0, we really needed to control the tempo and we're disappointed with the way that we let in the goal because we felt like we really restricted their chances. We knew that if they were going to score a goal, it probably would come from a mistake and, you know, they've capitalised on that and we have to do better in the future, so... They deserve that goal and you know we need to right that wrong going forward. Another chance for you to captain the side, you don't get many chances but you, you obviously you must, you must enjoy that experience when you get the chance to do. Yeah, it's always an honour. Kez wasn't available today so it wasn't in nice circumstances that I had, had this opportunity but you know I'm a blue nose so I love to captain the side if called upon. But really what's important for me and the girls is just get them three points, get those good performances. Most importantly put on something good to watch for the, for the supporters. Does captaining the team change the way you play your game or does it matter? Not really. I try and be a little bit more vocal but to be honest I'm mostly how I am whether I'm a captain or not. I think we've got loads of leaders on the team and it really could have been anyone. It just so happened it was me today. So, you know, it's a real team effort and I think that the supporters who come and watch all of our games will see that. Next up was Leicester City as we look to solidify our place in the top two of our League Cup group along with Manchester City. Captain Keris Harrop returned for the game back to the starting 11 after nursing a minor back injury at the weekend. And it was a victorious return for Kez as Blues ran out winners with a 6-0 win away from home. Shania Hale scored her second senior goal for the club after just three minutes against Leicester to start off what would be a great night for Birmingham City. Lucy Staniforth added a second midway through the first half before Chloe Arthur scored her first goal for the club in the 31st minute with a cracker of a shot. Describe this one, Kaz. People have been raving about it since Wednesday evening. What what was Chloe's shot like? It was a worldie. It was a worldie. Uh, all I can remember, I think she was about 40 yards out. And all you could hear me was shoot. Because that's all that game was crying out for, somebody just having a shot at goal. And the next minute we know, the ball's in the back of the net. Sounds great. And I think the media people at Leicester City were going to put a uh, highlights package up from this game. So hopefully that comes up soon on... Uh, YouTube and when it does we'll spread it through our social media channels. Charlie Wellings added a fourth before half time to take the Blues into the break with a supreme lead 4-0. In the second half Hales got her second of the game before Aoife Mannion scored from the spot to round up the 6-0 win. You were at this one Kaz, what did you think of the team's performance overall? I thought we were very commanding, like the midfield was absolutely brilliant, uh, defence didn't really have much to do up until the last 10 minutes of the game, forward line was superb. I feel sorry for the likes of Stanley Forth and Lucy Quinn who were getting absolutely battered. Like, I don't know how to... They should have had two sentences off. 
especially if you see the challenge on Lucy Staniforth. I think it was in the 80th minute, just before the penalty. They looked a bit dirty, but we had nothing to do up until the last five, ten minutes when Frida came on. Yeah, it's, it's it's one of those where there's going to be some, some teams that are more physical than others. And for, t- for teams that are trying to pass the ball, sometimes that they try and uh, get you off your game by doing it. And obviously it didn't really work for Leicester on this occasion. But it's lucky that we've got no injuries as you, and we hopefully go into the Manchester City game with a full strength squad. You spoke to manager Mark Skinner. He's had a busy week. He's had another interview in the space of seven days after the game. And here are his thoughts on the Leicester City match. Evening, Mark. A nice, comfortable 6-0 win there. I thought we controlled the game from start to end. Uh, what was your assessment on the game? I thought we played well. I think we needed to just play a little bit better in possession than we did against Yeovil. After that, I felt we had control. And the girls' movements were good, which I was asked them to be. So, yeah, I think that thoroughly deserved. And I think they got into their groove pretty quickly. So, I'm really pleased with their reaction. With two games left of uh, 2018, start the season, we've only lost two games. Uh, what do you put that down to? Consistency. I think we asked them at the start of the year that we don't need to be perfect, we need to be consistent. So deliver the right things, keep believing in what we do. And it's been, I mean, if I look back at the whole year, we've obviously had some, um, like Sunderland was our first game of this year and was woeful. What I have found is, if we look at the results this year, they've been really, they've been fantastic in some of the football we played. So 2018 has been a really, really positive year for us. And we've got now two big, massive games to make sure that we finish it on a high. And then obviously 2019 brings a real good game straight away with Reading. But yeah, look, we need to continue two more games and then we can reflect on our year and see how well we've done. How impressed were you with Sarah Merlin? I think that's the best game I've seen her so commanding in midfield. She was good. Look, look, Sarah's been great. I, I, I really do love Sarah as a player. She has, and I think some people think it's a negative, she has really a varied skill set. So she can play in a various positions, which is perfect for our, the way we play. Um, she sometimes see that as she wants her own position, but she can have one or few. But if she plays like that and continues to play like that, again, you take opposition into account because it's easier to move against opposition. But yeah, look, she's done herself no harm, has she? And I'm sure before either, either Man City or Bristol should get another opportunity to show her quality. So yeah, uh, again, good performance from her tonight. Manchester City defeated league leaders Arsenal last weekend and that's who we've got this weekend, Manchester City, as we return to the Academy Stadium to play them for the third time in this season already. And they followed up their win over Arsenal last weekend with a convincing win over Sheffield United in the League Cup on Wednesday. There's no doubt about it, they are a team in form, Kaz, but can you see any weaknesses in their side? Uh, I think the defence, I don't think the defence is that great. Obviously, the likes of Gemma Bonner, no disrespect to her, but with the likes of Charlie Wellens and Lucy Quinn, I think they could cause her problems. Uh, Steph Horton, I don't think she's had a great season, as in defending-wise, but going forward, I thought she's been all right. They keep swapping the back four as well. Obviously, you've got Demi Stokes back, so we'll see on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Demi Stokes is obviously a big player back for them after being out for so long. She's one of those... Uh, consistent four players who played in the back line when they won the league title. And it's it's important for them to have her back in the side and uh, getting up to full fitness as soon as possible. Gemma Bonner, she's a, traditionally obviously a centre-back who's playing now as a right-back for Manchester City, yes. So it'll be interesting to see if, you, as you say, we can exploit that. It's usually a tight game when we play Manchester City. Take the last game, for example, when we were 2-0 up without playing that well, really, and then conspired to lose the game 3-2. 
Are there any players in particular, Kaz, they need to play well if we're going to get a result on Sunday? Or is it a team effort that's required? From us, I think it's going to be a team effort. Obviously, we know the likes of Manchester City have individual players. But from our prospect, I definitely think it needs to be a team performance. We've talked about the record away from home at Liverpool a few weeks back. The fact that we hadn't won there for six years and then we go out and win it. If Blues are going to win at the Academy Stadium on Sunday, it's going to require a similar huge performance. We played away at Manchester City eight times since 2014 and have won just the once, and that was back in 2014. We've kept no clean sheets in that time as well. That tells you we need to go for it, I think. Make sure we've got our attacking players involved as much as possible, be it Lucy Stan, Emma Follis, Charlie Wellings, etc. We have a great defence, we know that, but away at Manchester City... We cannot sit back and hope for a draw. And I think Mark knows that. What do you think, Kaz? I definitely agree with you. Uh, I'm hoping Emma's going to be back for Sunday. Put a bit more width up front. Charlie, I'm hoping has a great game. Obviously, she's played a lot of minutes and worked extremely hard for the team. Hopefully, Lucy Quinn has a, a good game. Even, she, well, she scored that well day, I think. Was it last season? And then hopefully we've got the likes of Hayley Ladd and them back as well. You mentioned a few players who were missing on Wednesday. Obviously, you spoke to Mark about it. What what, what players were missing, Kaz, on Wednesday and what were the reasons from what you remember? Uh, Hayley Ladd, she had a bug that the team had had, but she hadn't recovered properly. And Emma was just feeling a bit tight in her legs. So hopefully she's back Sunday. But my main concern is hopefully that Lucy Stanley falls fit Sunday because the knock she got against Leicester and how she's still walking I have no idea. There was a, a challenge in the Yeovil game as well which she caught and obviously she went off a bit early in that one as a precaution so hopefully she's she's okay in this one and she plays on Sunday because she's a pivotal player for us going forward and as you say Hayley Ladd is a key player in our midfield and is there a possibility the way that Sarah played on Wednesday, Kaz, that maybe her and Hayley Ladd could be that midfield too? I definitely think so, yeah. I think uh, Sarah did herself some good to try and get the team on. She absolutely commanded that midfield on Wednesday against Leicester. So I would I would love to see Sarah get her uh, a chance against the big boys. Absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully it happens. Obviously, Mark mentioned that she's going to get a chance either in this game or the Bristol City game on Wednesday so it'll be interesting to see which one she does play in if she does indeed play going on to predictions then Kaz this is obviously going to be a tight game it always is against Manchester City even though we're playing away traditionally we don't play as well away away at City obviously uh, Keris got sent off last season after Stanway was <laughs> uh, wound her up a bit let's say um, so what, what do you think is going to happen this time Kaz do you think we can get a result the way Manchester City are playing at the minute, I'm going to say we'd be lucky enough to get a draw. Like, I'd be happy with a draw. Because obviously they've got the likes of Bremer and everybody back. Yeah, it's one of the, it's one of those where all their attacking players are coming back at the right time. And Arsenal obviously had players missing in midfield, so they really couldn't capitalise on the perhaps slightly weakened defence Man City. But going going forward, they're obviously a, a, a threat every time they go forward now, City. So... Yeah, as you say, it's going to be tough. So moving on then, Kaz, predictions. What do you think the score is going to be on Sunday? 1-1. One, 1-1, one. One, one, straight to the point. I had 1-1. One, one. It, it, it's becoming a trend. I'm match, um, I'm, we're, we've got uh, a psychic connection between the, us three on the podcast at the moment that I keep getting I think the same we have. scores. Yeah. 
Um, I can't go for the same score, so I'm going to have to go for... I'll go 2-2. Two, two. I'll be optimistic for a, for a goal fest at the Academy Stadium. You can find us on social media. You can find me at Craig Hadley. You can follow Kaz at team underscore Schroeder. You can follow Chris, who's not here, A-W-C-A-I-B, and the show at GreatSynth68. We have some merchandise available if you would like to purchase it. It is the squad, basically, the 18-19 season squad. If you go to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash great hyphen since hyphen 68, you should be able to find them. They are available in standard t-shirts, hoodies, as well as kids' t-shirts. And that was the Great Sense 68 podcast. To listen to future shows or listen back to our previous ones, go to iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast platform you may use. And search for Great Sense 68 and subscribe today. Thanks for listening, and remember, keep right on. Keep right on till the end of the road. Keep my